Hi there, my name is Alex Faust, and you're listening to Conversations at the Edge. Each week, we meet with the top business thought leader to learn what they think we should be prioritizing to build better businesses, positively impact our communities, and scale up. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, depending on what part of the world you're joining us from. I'm Alex Faust with the Growth Institute, and I'm here with Deb Gabor, who uh, is going to be talking about branding today. We're super excited to be learning from her. Deb is not a uh, leading expert. That doesn't even come close to describing her passion for brands. More accurate would be brand guru, brand evangelist. Uh, She's written a book on branding twice with bestsellers, Branding is Sex, and her new book, Irrational Loyalty. So I want to jump right into it and, you know, relate branding back to where we are as a society today, as leaders today. So where we are in this life cycle of the pandemic, can you just talk a little bit about how branding has changed over the last couple months and, and what we should keep in mind? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been watching this branding conversation sort of evolve, starting with one of the very, very first things, which was, if you remember a couple of months ago, this was back in March, there was a study that was launched that had a data point in it that said 38% of Americans uh, would not drink Corona beer because they thought Corona was res- Corona beer was responsible for the coronavirus, which the actual data point was 38% of Americans wouldn't drink Corona beer under any circumstance because, I mean, it's just not a good beer, right? Um, and so we started to see, like, how big an impact this was going to have on brands. And then there was sort of like a... a the mistakes that occurred, like the missteps that occurred with brands using uh, images of things coming ashore or the word viral or, you know, the the random emails that showed up in my inbox, uh, one of which right before we had spring break here in Texas said, staycay is better than vacay. And I could tell you for free, this is anything but a staycay, right? And so like a lot of missteps and, and a lot of uh, scrambling around right? Then we entered the, we are all in this together phase where I don't know about you, but I received 752 of these emails from brands that I didn't even know still had my email address saying things like, Hey, you know, we're all in this together. Here's an email from our CEO that, that uh, is letting you know that if you should need a new flower pot or a couch or an Aston Martin, we're all in this together. Right. Um, and then the, it really, really picked up steam uh, in a period that I called the P. PPP shaming era, which a lot of mid-market businesses probably were paying very close attention to, which was Ruth's Chris and Shake Shack and other organizations, you know, kind of walking through a loophole in the CARES Act and seemingly stealing money from small businesses in small town America and being shamed for that. So there was a lot of, you know, just a lot of consternation. The main thing that people should take away from what we've learned is that in the absence of really clear, true, concise, factual data, evidence-based information, people are looking for leadership and they're looking for that leadership from brands. And I think it was Mark Cuban who said a couple of weeks ago, he said, how your brand shows up and how you show up during this time as a leader is going to define your brand forever. And I, I believe that to be true. And, and so where we are today, and the reason why this is such a critical moment to be thinking about this, is that as we get our economy back to work, 
the biggest crisis to ever face your brand is coming now, especially if you're in a consumer facing business, as you bring people back to your business, as you bring employees back to your business, as you bring customers back to your business. Uh, we have a head start on this here in Texas because we started opening up businesses on May the 1st, right? And, you know, we have restaurants and bars and retail establishments operating at limited capacity. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario because it's such a polarizing issue. And if you make any kind of misstep, you could potentially thrust your brand into crisis forever. And so that's kind of the trajectory of what I've seen. Like a lot of that early stuff, it was bad, but we haven't even faced the biggest badness that's yet to come. I, I'm also curious about, you know, I saw you write about the impact of employee care and that, what that's doing to, to organizations, but how do you think this is going to carry over into maybe a non-crisis time? Obviously we're seeing it very heavily today, but do you think this is something that's going to stick around and that when you think about branding long-term, it's going to be about branding internally and branding externally? Um, you know what? I hope so. Um, the best brands in the world are the ones where the culture of the organization and the people in the organization are indelibly intertwined with the brand, that the culture ultimately is you know, the very embodiment of the brand. Certainly that's how I've built my business. And that's, you know, that's how we, that's how we advise our clients who are mostly like mid-market growth companies. You know, the folks that we work with, um, we, we look at branding as being this 360 degree always on activity. It's not something that you do that's a one and done thing. And your core values and your core purpose and some, some of the basic tenets of business strategy that folks in who are using like the scaling up methodology, for instance, are learning and using some of those things feed branding directly. I think what we're seeing here is more of an acceleration of the attention that's being paid to focusing on employee experience as part of the brand. I see more and more organizations that I feel like weren't really walking the line of saying and doing the same things. We're seeing more of that because an organization uh, needs to have integrity in its brand. And it's become increasingly important for brands to actually say what they do and do what they say. And you can't do that without focusing on having an on-brand employee experience. The example that you give in your book about Southwest Airlines. Uh, so I, I, if you don't mind, will you share that story? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, this is a really interesting story. I always say um, that brands are like people, right? They show up with, with a big beating heart. And, and Southwest Airlines is one of those brands that has long done that. And I once heard a story, someone told me this story, um, that there, there was a grandfather who was on a business trip and he was in L.A., and his grandson had been in a terrible accident and was in a hospital someplace in middle America in a hospital on life support. And the grandfather desperately wanted to get back home because they were going to take the boy off of life support and he wanted to be there. But he was stuck in LA traffic literally for hours. And we all know LA traffic, right? And was late getting to the airport and he was in danger of missing his flight. And he desperately needed to be on this flight 
so that he could be there to say his last goodbye to his grandson. And on the way to the airport, you know, he's calling from the Uber. He calls Southwest Airlines. He says, please, please, please help me. I can't miss this flight. What can you do for me to help me through the airport? And they said, go to the reservations desk, go talk to this person and they're going to help you. And so the person at Southwest Airlines took him, shuttled him through the airport, brought him directly to the gate. And when he got there, the pilot was standing at the end of the jet bridge with the door open and the pilot asked him, are you Mark Dickinson? And he said, I am. And the pilot said, well, we were ready to leave, but I wasn't going anywhere without you. Come on, we have your seat ready. And when I heard that story, the person who told it to me didn't tell me it was Southwest Airlines, yet I was able to, you know, they said, do you know what airlines that is? And I said, well, it's definitely not United. Um, I, was, I, was able, I was able to guess, right? Because Southwest Airlines is a brand that shows up like a human being. And if I, if I ever thought of a human being that would do that, that embodied the qualities of any airline, it would be Southwest Airlines. And so the best brands in the world are the ones where, where you see that personality, you see those values and beliefs, you feel it in every interaction that every employee makes throughout the entire experience of the brand. And if you uh, could share what you are currently reading or learning today, or what's the most interesting thing that you've learned over the last month during this, uh, this pandemic? The single most interesting thing that I've learned over the last month actually came from somebody else who is like part of your community. And that's my friend, Hillary Corna. And the most interesting thing that I learned from her is this, this little sprint called ODA, which is the Offer Delivery Authority Model, which basically says, if you don't know what to do with your customers, you don't know how to get in touch with them, you don't know what to do for them to bridge the gap at this time, figure out three things that you can do for them for free that don't require you to buy anything, hire anybody, or, or use a platform that you don't have, package it up as an offer, deliver it as here's what we are doing for customers right now, and then communicate with authority to your community um, a, about your expertise. And that is going to change the dynamic of you having to go to customers to having customers come to you. So that, that's been one of the more inspirational pieces of information that I heard. Thanks for listening to Conversations at the Edge. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share it with a friend or a teammate who you think would benefit from what we covered. In addition, you can find us on LinkedIn to get all of the updates, or if you'd like to hear the full conversation, just visit growthinstitute.com forward slash the edge to learn how you can become a member as well. Thanks again, and see you next time.